Five. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, where we talk about the medical benefits of cannabis. My name is Jack Stone, and we are here with Ryan Chavez. What is going on, Ryan? Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody out there. Thank you again, as you mentioned, Jack, for joining us for another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, where... Yeah, man, we talk about we're talking about a lot of different things recently, and today we have uh, uh, another cool episode for our audience. Woo! And so that would be um, something that I, I think is you know I was thinking about this, and the reason we're doing this episode, and that is replacing alcohol with cannabis in 2021 and upgrading your life. Right, that's what we want to talk about today. And the yeah. reason, Jack, we want to do this is because I've just you know people have been indoors they've uh, they've kind of been shaken up for the past year and I think well my understanding uh, and this makes a lot of sense is that people turning to alcohol um, has been uh, has been something that that we've seen a lot of and I think that would be amplified in an environment like a pandemic where you can't do anything but stay at home right so it can be amplified right or the flip side of it the other, all the other stuff can be amplified, all the good stuff, you know, you can really work on yourself. You can, you can do healthy things in your life and you can make the pandemic can make you better, right? If you're really focusing on yourself, cause that's all you have time for, or you have more time for it, I should say. So, um, replacing alcohol with cannabis. I mean, I, you know, that's what I want to be talking about. And so, uh, Jack, I was wondering what are your thoughts on this topic, man? Yeah. So we all know, you know, cannabis, it's a healthier option for you than, than, than alcohol. Cause, uh, how many people die from, from cannabis versus how many people die from, from, from alcohol, you know, get those numbers don't know him in front of me, but you know that with cannabis, I'm pretty sure I still, I, I don't think it's ever killed anybody. Uh, zero people haven't overdosed on alcohol uh, on, on cannabis, but people have overdosed yep. with alcohol before. So you know, it's Absolutely. it's less like I said. This is a plant. It's healthy. Alcohol's got all kinds of crazy stuff. Obviously, it's good for a good time, but you know, to replace it with cannabis, I I feel like it's more beneficial to one's health. So, I think it's a great idea. It relaxes you. It's chill. Um, I've had fr- I've had friends that uh you know they drink alcohol. They they become not so happy people. They they smoke weed. They are the coolest people in the world. I feel like yeah. you know there's. You know, there's all like d- like domestic disputes and things like that. A lot of that starts off when people have too much to drink, but then when you have too much to smoke, you get lots of giggles and good times. So I think cannabis is better for the good times than the the boozies. Absolutely, man. That, yeah, that's that is the that is a great case for it, Jack. I I appreciate that. See, get in the um, couch, indicas. Yeah, you know, a lot of the times we, you know, the, the cannabis gets um, demonized because of the the affiliation that it has with other drugs that people may take with cannabis oh. and and so you know like they may take it with like i don't know like cocaine or like yeah. they mix it with alcohol they call and get it twisted, a, a right? gateway drug is that term that that's why they call it a gateway drug right which is just i don't i actually think it does a complete opposite yeah. and and that you know is my opinion and i actually have uh you know my own experience with this where you know, I, I was a heavy drinker back in the day and there's different types of the alcoholism you have, you know, um, like young adults that just, you know, go out and drink heavily. That's, that's mainly what I did, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wasn't antisocial or, or anything. I, I wouldn't even consider myself a functional alcoholic because I wasn't drinking during the day. Um, but just when I would drink, it was just very, very heavy and it was just over the top and it was more than anyone needed to drink. Um, and I knew that too. 
and so, uh, but you know, I guess you just don't really think about it while it's actually happening and you think everything is, is fine. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I was very functional, you know, while I wouldn't even say it was a functional drinking. It was just, um, it was a type of drinking where it just was too much. It was very heavy. Yeah. It didn't need to be as heavy as it was. And so when I would go out and be social and so, um, you know, I, I, I knew that I wanted to stop and it would have been best, you know, to like, I was trying to figure out how to do that at points, but um, it was hard to slow down. You know, it was really hard to slow down drinking because it was, it was more of a crutch. Like it, it, I felt good during like social situations and um, you know, that's a lot of the reason probably why I used it for that type of, you know, and then when we'd have a hard day at work, you go out and have a drink and, you know, for stress and anxiety, but then like, you don't sleep well at night and you think you do because you pass out, but like you don't really pass out and then your sleep sucks. And then because your sleep sucks, you wake up all groggy and you you don't get the rest your body needs. So you don't get that recuperation that you're supposed to be getting during right. your sleep. And it just like is amplified into a horrible cycle. And, and actually I remember when I was in business school, um, you know, my situation got so bad that uh, I, I was studying my ass off, like really like working hard during my, like second semester or something in business school, getting my MBA. And um, to, to fall, to, to work during the day, I was taking, God, I, I had Adderall from somewhere and just, you know, full disclosure, whatever. I know a lot of people have done That's it. That's bad stuff. Um, I had Adderall. Yeah. And, and um, like I did that during the day and then like with the tablets and then at night to put me down, I would, I would uh, use like tequila, shots of tequila. And so I started and, but then in the morning I would be hungover and I needed to focus. So I'd take more Adderall. And then that's, then the Adderall get less and less effective. So I had to take more in order to like be like more um, on top of what I was trying to focus on. And then because of that, uh, I couldn't sleep because I was more wired because it's basically just taking like a ton of speed. And so then I use alcohol to try and like, you know, and just this yo-yo thing, right? And so to a point where I ended up failing like two classes or something that quarter. It didn't even work. Like it was the worst semester I ever had in my life. And, it, you know, because I was trying to medicate and so, um, you know, I, I knew that it wasn't the right thing to use and, and, but like, I continued to like, at that point afterwards, use alcohol, you know, for a lot of other situations that I had, like that throughout my life that were never helpful, um, to be honest. And then, uh, it wasn't until, um, I started, you know, when I was introduced to cannabis, I started getting really interested in the plant, but I was still mixing it with alcohol itself. And it wasn't really helping me in the way that cannabis we talk about here helping you. And so eventually what I started doing uh, was I just, you know, I did more and more research on it, more research on strains, more research on X, Y, and Z. And then I started hearing about this legal version of cannabis, which was CBD. And I was like, what is this all about? Right. And, uh, and, and that ended up like, that is what I ended up using eventually to taper off of alcohol actually and the reason that happens is because cbd just like blunts like the cravings of wanting to have another and another and another of whether it's alcoholic drinks or another plate of food like another like handful of nachos or whatever it is we're doing right mm, like so yeah so it's like insomnia cookies or whatever right so it's like nachos now <laughs> what'd you say i want some nachos it's nachos yeah i, I want the nachos, nachos with um, the cheese on them and the, the, <laughs> yeah exactly the uh yeah me too um but uh yeah man so like i just you know i i so so the, what i found eventually was i started noticing like that the, the cbd and cannabis moderated everything and so i just 
started looking into it and I'm like, you know, I started not drinking as much because I didn't need to. I would go out to a party and I would have my vape with me. And guess what? The reason I started realizing, like, like I would do them both at the same time, right. but eventually I just very naturally got to a point where I just like didn't want to spend the extra seven bucks on a beer, right? <laughs> and, and like, I also like didn't pee as much, right? And like going to the bathroom all the time because of that. And, and like, I wasn't like losing my mind doing stupid things, you know, or, or like, you know, I, I was remembering the entire night. I was having like fruitful conversations with people all the time. Right. And I was fun when I, I was like a fun drunk at the same time, not all the time, but like, I was a fun drunk, but like, you know, it did get to that point where like, it just, you know, it just, it just dulls. Right. So, so cannabis, I very slowly noticed um, with the addition of like a one-to-one CBD THC option is what I really started using a lot of uh, just really started mellowing me out in a very productive way and actually put me on a path um, to, to be a much more healthier person. And that was just my experience. Cause I really started getting into all the different ways that you can use cannabis this is how the show started jack right <laughs> so it's like a lot of how it started because when i started using it for that purpose it started really pushing me in in that healthier direction so um i would say you know for me you know it was this idea of marijuana management where you're tapering off alcohol uh using marijuana and cannabis as an insisting uh device you know is very controversial i'd say just because people a lot of what they would say no you should you should be you should be cold turkey. You can't have another crutch. But you know, I would say like people don't call water a crutch. People don't call like supplementing with vitamins a crutch, right? Like, they, like that's all we're talking about. We're talking about if like your your body's like thirsty and you're yeah. you're, you're dehydrated, you supplement more water. If your body has a deficiency in one of your endocannabinoid processes, you supplement with more you know endocannabinoids or cannabinoids, I should say. So that is like what we're doing is when we have these cravings, you know, we supplement those cravings with, with like, you know, we taper them off with, with endocannabinoid or cannabinoid supplementation is what we can do. And so um, for me, you know, I, I started doing the research and, and, you know, for this show anyways, and just the reason I think this is very applicable is because of the pandemic, people are experiencing more and more of this type of dependency on alcohol. Mm -hmm. And we want to, you know, give show that there's an outlet, a safer outlet. If you do want something, there's something safer that we can be looking at besides, um, you know, just, just that. Yeah. So um, the, uh, what I want to look at too is 50% uh, of cannabis consumers uh, from a, a survey that we saw in Forbes, um, they actually have decided to replace alcohol uh, with cannabis during the pandemic, which I thought was pretty interesting. That's awesome. And that's just a very recent survey. Um, then another one, uh, I, I think, well, I, I, there's another one that saw like 45% um, that have replaced alcohol, like they've like increased it while they've also been using it too. And the other thing, the reason this is happening, Jack, is because of the farm bill. And this is the other thing we've been talking about recently with Delta 8 THC, allowing people to get that type of psychoactive relief that they're looking for. And, and again, it, we don't want to talk about it as though it's a patch, but like it's much healthier than the psychoactive relief you get from drinking alcohol, right? Drink cannabis instead. Yeah, so. it doesn't kill people <laughs> so, either. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Go ahead. doesn't kill people. You got like, you know, people get car crashes because you're driving drunk and you know, yeah. people, you know, they don't do that when they're stoned. Usually they don't even want to drive when they're stoned. They just want to stay home. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. You're not driven to do stupid things when you're, when you're stoned. You know what I mean? So, right. 
Yeah, exactly. that, that's um there's so many reasons why it just it just makes perfect sense there's a social aspect here too i think um obviously the, things change during the pandemic people ain't going to bars but people go to bars to socialize and they drink and it's a normal yeah. thing and that kind of like eggs on what yeah. you're talking about that I think that's the birthplace of where a lot of alcoholism starts is you know doing socially and then oh you can't drink this many beers yes i can let me show you like me and I think that's where it like spawns into like a thing where you're like uh, you're doing it more and more, and then uh, and I think you, you people start really liking the booze, and then it just becomes like they get addicted and hooked, and it becomes like an outlet. Sometimes you know they having fun, and they're like things are bad, and they're like oh I want to have fun again, let me drink, let me get those fun feelings again, and it spirals. So I think yep. that uh, part of it is I mean, and we got the pan- obviously pandemic changes all that stuff. We can't go to bars, but mm-hmm. um. I think when things change again, um, and you're seeing a lot of the world is changing, we're getting sidetracked here with uh, with cannabis. There's a good chance that it's going to be federally regulated within you know the next couple of years. I would say, with the yeah. people are becoming more comfortable with it. And you know what you're going to see when we can all go outside and the vaccine passes and people can start seeing each other again. We're going to see cannabis cafes. Cannot wait. I. Yeah, dude, I agree with that. I well, bet you're Jack, right. Jack um, Stone cookies over there. If they would just legalize this, which I we're very close to it. I mean, like cannabis would like just become like, you know, alcohol is legal. So like cannabis would become that for a lot of people. And then people would just stop drinking. Right. They'd stop drinking. And then you would just realize like cannabis exactly what you said before, nobody's going to take a steal a car when they're high. And we're not even talking about like, like what I'm talking about is not even just THC strictly again it's adding that CBD with it as well. So like, you're just a normal human being, you know, right. <laughs> like that's all anyone's looking to do that a normal human being that's looking to be their best self. Right. And so, you know, that that's ultimately what we're trying to do here. And um, so I, I think, you know, just allowing people to understand that, that this is, I think a legitimate option we should be looking at. Right. Um, and, and parents, the other thing that was looking at too, parents during the pandemic have, um, actually increased their cannabis use, whether it's in, they're already existing or they're new cannabis users. And that was the other thing I saw in that Forbes article is that, um, that we'll post. Uh, but ca- parents are like an, a driving factor in this because, you know, you have to be on when you're a parent. And when you're drinking alcohol, you are lazy or sloppier, right? Like you're just not more focused when you're, you're more relaxed or but like, and you can be more relaxed like that with cannabis. Absolutely. Right. But there's also a way like we talk about here on the show where you can have that like relaxed feeling, but be on at the same time. You can have them both. And cannabis is what allows you to do that. Whereas with alcohol, you walk to one place every single time. And that's just like, you know, yeah, like hundred like, percent. It's like, it's 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 parents i think are are greatly assisting from this um but generally you know i we're giving people you know an an option to taper off of something dangerous that they can't over binge on right? right um you know i i'd say some people might say a con is if you smoke it, then the carcinogens, right? Like that's a con. So we recommend vaping, obviously, whether it's the full flower. I love, rec- I love vaping the full flower um, or like the, the, the oils or Jack, I know you love edibles, right? Yeah. So um, I, I think those are options, but um, like they talk about like 
just, you know, high THC issues, right? But if you just, again, add, it's a high CBD regimen. I mean, we're talking about like, like a very healthy way to do something like that. So I think, you know, some strains, uh, Jack, did you want to go over the strains? Did you see the strains? Uh, yeah. I mean, let's see. These are, I mean, you, these are all you, man. You, you went over. It's all you. I, I mean, I, I can, yeah, I can give so, my like, insight. I, I, but. So we found some strains that, um, I mean, I think a lot of reasons people use alcohol uh, for anxiety, depression, stress, nausea, uh, cravings, right? And so we would just want to find some strains that would help with some of that. So anxiety, uh, Jack Carrere, Granddaddy Purple, both in Indica and a Sativa, both yeah. fantastic. Jack Carrere, baby. That's my favorite. Yeah, man. Both fantastic. Daytime anxiety relief, Jack. And for Jack Herrera and uh, nighttime anxiety relief with GDP, Granddaddy Purple. Love those Indica couch. It's an Indica. Absolutely. Uh, depression. Harlequin and Pineapple Express. Uh, Pineapple Express is a really fun and peppy uh, sativa-ish. It's hybrid sativa. Mm-hmm. Um, Harlequin is like usually a very high CBD sativa. So if, if you're down, you don't want to feel more down. You want to feel up. Uh, those are two fantastic high CBD and, and high THC strains that you can be looking up. Um, and then stress, right? So we're just getting crushed. Uh, you just want that relief off of your shoulders. Blue dream, blueberry Ooh, blue and dream. Uh, haze is a fantastic strain uh, to use. It's a really, really nice hybrid. One of the most popular ones that are. It's one of my favorites too. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've talked about this one. Yeah. Um, Northern lights is a really awesome Indica as well. Yep. Um, that's in a lot of like heirloom strains that we see uh, with, you know, lineages down the line uh, with these new strains that we're seeing. Uh, nausea, Death Star, super heavy sativa, like a lot of like Afghani Kush type stuff, like super heavy stuff. got that name, Death Star. Yeah, wow. super heavy. That's intense. Um, I've had that one before. Dun, and Sage dun, is dun, a hybrid. Dun, I've actually dun, never dun. had that one, uh, but that one's listed as great for nausea. So, I, oh, I have had Sage um, and, and, some, and it was a mix though. Uh, it was a hybrid. Um, it's good. And then I had a uh, critical Kush is fantastic and wild cherry critical Kush. Uh, is an indica. Those are great for cravings. So critical Kush is often a higher CBD strain. Sometimes it's higher THC too. Um, I, I found it in high CBD as well, but, uh, but the cravings I think are great. Um, being it's great to stunt cravings with CBD. So if you have a lot of cravings, CBD is great to stunt those with. So I would recommend that, but um, yeah, man, uh, a lot of Kush, like a lot of that type of stuff. Uh, I, I think what we want to do is like a lot of mind stuff, a lot of anxiety, you know, like that, doing that to like, kind of get you off of, um, if it's alcohol is an issue. So that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, no, it's important. And these are great strains. They definitely can help. These are some of my favorites here, but they're also like, they will get the job done instead of yeah, drinking, thanks. you know, tequila, actually tequila is probably one of the better alcohols for you. It's got Made from agave, but anyways, the uh, um, the uh, uh, these strains are fantastic. Definitely recommend you know everything that uh, Ryan said here. It's all good stuff. But yeah, that Jack Carrere, good stuff. Blue Dream, amazing. Well, listen, uh, so we just want you know for New Year, you know, if, if, if alcohol or for some people, you know, just maybe not even alcohol, but just getting into a funk, if that has become a thing, right? use you know if, if you want to try using something i'm not saying use cannabis because i don't only use cannabis like i've mentioned this a bazillion times before i have my own workout regimen like meditation yoga like high intensity workouts i use cannabis to supplement all of those sages but um one of the things cannabis can be used for is just getting you out of the funk and that's what we talk about here with like today with the different strains that we can be using for anxiety depression making you feel better with stress all that stuff 
Um, so if, if that's one of your things and you're in a funk right now and you have been for a few months, try one of these strains, you know, go, go online, grab uh, Delta eight um, or high CBD, whether it's vapes or a combination of the two. Uh, those are all possibilities for you. And then feel better because um, 2021 is going to be a better year. It has to be a better year. <laughs> it can't not be, uh, you know, so it's, it's, uh, we're, we're going to get there, but, um, but, but this is a great way to start your year in a very healthy manner. So Jack, that is all I have. And I, I, I want to thank everybody on another episode, Jack, you want to close this out with where they can find us all that good stuff. Cannabis C at gmail.com. Send us an email, the cannabis C and Instagram, the cannabis connoisseur on Facebook and the cannabis C. Um, actually, no, it's, you can find us in the cannabis connoisseur or cannabis C on Facebook. And then, um, the website, the cannabis C.com. Uh, yeah, that's all the places. Also YouTube, the cannabis connoisseur podcast. You gotta have podcasts in there too. If you're finding us, um, but yeah, thanks for listening guys. We appreciate you. Also, um, tandem podcasting, check it out. They're giving three months free. It's a podcast hosting company. If you want to start a podcast, Go to tandempodcasting.com. They will take care of you. And also uh, check out Gotham Podcast Studio if you're in New York City or if you want a virtual recording. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.